Where we lovingly dissect the best and the worst of 90s teen horror. I'm Heather Parry and with me is my co-host Kirsty Logan and we're in a garden. We're in my communal garden where we will see if one of my eight neighbours comes out. <laughs> Maybe we can hear mine having a Barney from a couple of streets away because it was quite the argument. I know so we might have some surprise guests. <laughs> um, I know I can't believe that you didn't fully go with a glass and like press it to the door and listen I'm such a nosy bitch. They've got a dog I didn't want to like the dog, dog would start barking and they'd be like, who's that? And then you're standing there with a glass. Oh, hi, just thirsty. <laughs> My ears really thirsty for air. So today... Well, we should say what we're doing. We're doing a 13 we Tales... We should do that, yes. 13 Tales of Horror, pre-Halloween, pre-series, mini-sode series, countdown series. Yep. Catchy. <laughs> are we getting better at this? No. Nope. Yes, no. Today we are doing The Devil's Footprints by Malcolm Rose. We've done a Malcolm Rose book on this podcast before. Have we? I think it was a Patreon episode though, and it was a crime story. It was a point crime, <gasps> oh, not point horror. Final Cut. Yes. Oh, that was And good. it was like on a film set. Yeah. But a British film set. It was very strange. It's a weird combination of British and American, this. It is actually, And yeah. it falls down because of that. <laughs> <laughs> this one I'm gonna say is very British. Yep. And here is what it's about. It's about Darren. He's having a party. It sounds deeply annoying. <laughs> Previously, he's had swimming pool parties, post-nuclear holocaust parties, and also, quote, some bizarre computer virtual reality parties. I mean, I want to be at that one. Really? Yeah. Why? Because it just sounds weird. Sounds bad. This also led me down a train of thought, which is the following. Is the film Hackers good? Uh, it's good, bad. Is it good or it Angelina Jolie's boobs? Yeah, is it just got Angelina Jolie and Johnny Lee Miller looking really hot in it? Yeah. They, it, he was definitely at his peak. She's yeah. had a sort of extended decades long peak, <laughs> but he was at his like one month where he was hot yeah. in his entire life. Sorry, Johnny Lee Miller. If uh, you're listening, what would you be? I also fancy him in Trainspotting. Oh, that's not right. Yeah. Kind of fancy you and McGregor in train spotting, which is also not right. Well, they're all they're just good men who've got a problem. Yeah, that's true. And they're also he was at his peak in that, I'm gonna say. Yeah. Maybe not when he had poop on him. So here's the party. Here's Darren's party. No poop so far. Okay. There's some puke. If you hate puke, <laughs> look away now. So, here's what there are. Folk in fancy dress, booze, repressed sexual desires. And a household AI named Brian. Big Hal vibes coming from Brian. Yeah. That's the best part of the story. Yeah, yeah. He... I was surprised. I thought he was going to murder everyone. But, spoiler, he doesn't. Uh, what there also is, uh, is weird goat footprints. Hoof prints? <laughs> Not footprints. They haven't got feet. Hoof prints? Hoofs? Weird goat hoofs in the snow outside. Um... Then we meet Kelly, who is the hottie that Darren fancies. Um, she's not really interested in him. She's actually interested in a guy in a goat costume. <laughs> Why wouldn't you be? I mean, I'm horny for that. 
already. That was not meant to be a pun, but it should have been. Um, presumably the guy who left the footprints. The hoof prints? Hoof, the hoof, hoof prints. Hoof, the hoof prints. Um, but when Darren speaks to Brian, the computer, Brian says that he's watching her on the camera and she's dancing alone. I don't like any of this. Why? It's just gross. Don't have a house that looks at you. I mean, that is weird. If you've got an Amazon Alexa, this is the future that you've got coming your way. So, just saying. They're listening to you right now. Yep. Although, probably not watching you yet. Yeah, who knows? You never know. Who knows? So, Darren gets Brian to analyse these hoof prints. Hoof prints. And amazingly, he finds out that those exact hoof prints, how the fuck he knows this, I do not know are from an 1855 newspaper article. Oh my God. Where tracks in the snow went for a hundred miles in a straight line, but like literally in a straight line, over houses, over walls, just continued in a straight line, whatever the obstacles, the footprints just, the hoof prints just went around it. That is quite creepy. I quite like that. Yeah. I think that's really spooky. Mm, I agree. It's kind of the only good thing in this story. (laughs) Well, no, I did like Brian. Did you? Yeah. Only because you thought he was going to murder everyone. Yeah but he's not a murder bot. Maybe <laughs> he's not a murder time. bear like the others. <laughs> murder fox. And then, um, Kelly dies. Oh, wow, okay. Didn't see that coming. <laughs> um, Brian calls for help, but, uh, as in Darren asks Brian to call for help, but he says that Darren's parents, who are at a party at a factory's 150th birthday... <laughs> Why wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> which I can only hope the factory has a cake with 150 candles Does on it. Does it mean the factory, like Andy Warhol's factory? No, it's a factory that... <laughs> it's a pesticide factory, actually. <laughs> why wouldn't you? I mean... Oh, so why 150th? Yeah, weird. Why not 100th? What's that about? Well, I guess you've just got to pick a number, haven't you? Don't know why that's bothering me. Um, so the parents don't answer, and the police don't come, because there are too many other incidents. <gasps> dun, dun, dun! <laughs> <laughs> so then... Remember, everyone's in costume, so I shall refer to them by their costume. Then, Super Mario dies. And then a fairy dies. And Brian says, she is dead. (laughs) Yeah, I did like that. Which I did like. I mean, she is dead. She is dead. Thanks, Brian. (laughs) It reminds me of um, on Red Dwarf when he comes out of suspended animation. And he goes, everyone aboard is dead. And he goes, everybody's dead. And he goes, yeah, everybody's dead. Everybody is dead, Dave. (laughs) What about so-and-so? Also Ever, dead. Yeah, they're dead. They're He's dead. dead. <laughs> so then, remember the goat man who's invisible on the camera? He's not invisible in real life. Okay. And what he does, I'm imagining that he sort of like rises up, like raises his arms and goes, Mwah, uh, uh, and then like smoke comes from his bum or something. And it's like... Because he's Tim Curry? <laughs> I'm Im- That's what I'm imagining. <laughs> What's that film where Tim Curry's the devil? Oh my God. Is it Lab... Not Labyrinth. Legend. Legend. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of hot in that. He's kind of... I, it's, let's not get into it. He's the only good thing in that film. Tim Curry is a sexuality in himself. Yeah. Do you think he's made a lot of people very sexually confused? Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so that's who I'm picturing. Tim Curry as the devil. Pure sex, but like weird sex, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he definitely has a butt plug with a ponytail on it. Yep. A horse tail. Do refer to uh, previous episodes if you don't get that reference. <laughs> if you're like, why are they talking about that? Why wouldn't you? So the goat man says, Tim Curry the goat man says, he's the devil and his breath is poison. Yeah, fair enough. Definitely been out with him. <laughs> so then he takes in a big breath and he breathes on them all and they die. Cool. 
And then the next day, we got, now we shift to a newspaper article. And the next day it's reported that 200 people died after inhaling deadly gas from the pesticide factory. <gasps> Everyone's I dead, Dave. <laughs> the end. <laughs> I do like that it, it turns out that Brian was trying to help them. Like, at one point, he was like, oh, there's a poisonous substance in here. And they were like, oh, you mean the alcohol? You mean all the alcohol and drugs we're having. <laughs> so he's like the opposite of Hal in that he's not actually trying to kill them. And they're just too stupid to realize that they're being told. He's like a really good carbon monoxide alarm that people just turn off and then die. Yeah. When you, yeah, your carbon monoxide alarm goes off and you go, shut up. That's very annoying. That's what annoying sound. <laughs> Can I read you my favorite bit of this, Kirsty? Go on. So, um... When they're describing what people have come to the party as, we get this amazing line. <clears throat> uh, guests were chatting, giggling, drinking, dancing. Two brothers who controlled defunct... Sorry, <laughs> controlled. Who collected defunct computer games had come as Super Mario. Bracket. A, a, a plumber with an outlandish moustache. And Sonic. Um, I just said comma before. I meant... What's it called? Brackets. Mar Super Mario. Brackets. A plumber with an outlandish... Outlandish... Oh my god. Outlandish moustache and, so and Sonic a comical sort of hedgehog right why are you describing these very well known he obviously <laughs> didn't think that they would last in the cultural <laughs> consciousness so he was like I will pick these things they're so niche they won't last no one will know who they are in a year's time <laughs> and it just surprisingly has aged quite well well hang on it because well it's 1994 so I feel like Mario has been around long enough but it did get me thinking how well can you describe these video game cultural icons Kirsty <gasps> in uh wait so now you describe one and t I'll try and guess who it is oh I see you've put the hard work onto my plate yes, yes. okay <laughs> you wanted me to do the hard bit and oh. I don't like thinking <laughs> <laughs> okay I've got I'm gonna give myself a limit of eight words okay um, and I've got three of them. Are these all from video games or just You'll general? Know them. You'll okay. know them. They're all video game characters. Um, big angry ape who throws... Donkey Kong. Nice. Do you know, can I have a slight segue? Machine. Imagine <laughs> me on a segue now. That when we were at uni, this the girl who lived above me in my halls of residence was obsessed with this awful country song. Like, she was obsessed with it because it was so bad. And it was a country song called Honky Tonk Badonkadonk that was about a girl with a big bum and I'm really fascinated by the chorus because it says she's got it going on like Donkey Kong and I just remember thinking does he want to fuck Donkey Kong? I can't even think of Is what he Donkey saying Kong's butt looks like. Donkey Kong's got a great butt. He probably did. And this girl's got a butt like Donkey but it doesn't even say she's got a butt like she's got it going on like Donkey Kong also has got it going on. Yeah maybe he just thinks what Donkey Kong's got it going on. Yeah, it's just so weird. I'm like, you've really let your fetish fly there. I feel like, Kirsty, you're going to go into some Reddit subreddits <laughs> at one point and you're going to have a very difficult time. I'm not Googling Donkey Kong fetish. Can no I... fucking way. Anyway, sorry, that, that was a good one. I just suddenly remembered that song, how um, weird it was. Here are my remaining two. Hectic Coyote uh, Crash wearing, Bandicoot. wearing pants, yes. You're good at this game. Thank you. Um, hungry Circle. Pac-Man. Yeah. You're yes. so good at this. This is fun. We could do this all do you, day. Do you know my Pac-Man fact? Go on. He was originally called Puck-Man. Was he? But then they changed it because they thought everyone would graffiti the... What do you call fuck them? man Yeah. What, what are they called? The big... Billboards? Games? Boxes? Oh, yeah. No, massive ones? Yeah. Just them. <laughs> yeah. Arcade games? Yes. They thought they would graffiti the arcade box. 
so they change it to Pac-Man. I like that. There you go. Can I also give you my favourite bit of the most overwritten scene of going outside ever? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have written the most overwritten scene. <laughs> the cold hit him like a sledgehammer. Coming out of the warm brash interior and into the brash austere winter was like stepping from one world into an alien one. In the new world, his breath condensed into a thick cloud and the sweat on his arms and brow seemed to freeze against his skin. Dude, it's just cold. <laughs> Fucking calm down, Darren. Oh, anyway, they were my best bits. Darren is a bit of a drama queen. <laughs> yes. Look, he, he dies though, so if that makes you feel better. Having lived in Canada, I can tell you it is a bit of a shock when you go outside in like January, but it's not that much of a shock. It's not like an alien <laughs> world, it's just like a cold world. You're just like, mm, it snowed. It's very cold, and now I can't breathe. Is it good though? No, I didn't actually like it. I did like the footprints going over the buildings. Yeah, that and was I, pretty oh, good. That's what I like. Um, I did like Brian. Yeah. But I just wish she'd been more murdery. Yeah. Whereas I quite like the goat saviour. Yeah, goat goat legs good. Good ele- <laughs> goat legs good. Two legs bad. <laughs> it had some good elements, but they did not come together into a satisfying hole. I agree. Is it good bad? Satisfying hole another uh, lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> um, is it good bad? Uh, That's my sex positive porn group. <laughs> satisfying hole. Um, I don't think it's particularly good, bad. Like, two? No, it's not really sort of trashy fun, is it? No. Um, yeah, so that's the end of that. Let me tell you, we've got some trashy fun tomorrow when we're doing Softies by Stan Nichols, which is as bad as it sounds. Like, I'm not going to get into it. It's all the title suggests and more. Wow, yeah. So, uh, where can people get us between now and then? They can do Bat Signal. Yep. They can... Semaphore. Uh, semaphore is good. Morse code. No, not really. Sorry. Um, we can't, we can't, you can do it, but we won't be able to understand what you're saying. You can find us on Twitter at Teenage Scream underscore and on Instagram at Teenage Scream Pod. Or you can become a Patreon at patreon.com slash Teenage Scream Podcast, um, which we like. So do that. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll see you tomorrow. Tune in tomorrow. Bye. Bye.